Are you ready to go the distance? Go the disco, the disco, the distance. When you're nearing retirement, it's essential that you have a written plan and know exactly how the plan will work. Many consumers are loyal to their current advisors instead of the success of their plan. Life's about choosing where you want to go and mapping out a financial plan to get you there. The one thing you need is a plan. So what's the plan? Plan? Right now, plan! An experienced financial advisor can help you avoid potential hazards and find alternative routes. But some will give you doublespeak and they won't be easy to understand. What are you talking about? 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 We pride ourselves in being different from other financial planning firms. During your initial consultation, we will get to know you and give you the chance to get to know us. We want to learn all about your vision for retirement so we can design a plan to help you achieve your long-term financial goals. Our friendly staff will make you feel comfortable the moment you walk in the door. Call Kevin Frisbee at Frisbee Benefits, 800-998-5649. That's 800-998-5649. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Coming up on today's show, the cost of living adjustment for Social Security has been announced. Good news, it hasn't been this much in 40 years. We'll break it all down for you. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with the Northern Alliance Financial. Joining me today is Derek Hewitt. Derek has been helping folks get to and through retirement for more than 10 years. He is an uh, IAR. He's a fiduciary and a main guy here at Northern Alliance Financial, formerly known as Frisbee Benefits. So, uh, hey, Derek, how's it going? Hey, Steve, I'm I'm doing good. It's great to be here. Uh, Very busy, very busy. And uh, yeah, going through this transition and, you know, meeting with clients and uh, just, uh, yeah, yeah, it's been, been answering, very, very answering, interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, I am sure it has been. The uh, So you talk about Social Security and the and the cost of living allowance. I mean, that's a big number this time. I mean, 8.7%. Wow, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that absolutely is a very big number and uh, it's well needed, you know, and, you know, basically with, with everything that's going on, I mean, the CPI numbers just came out recently and the numbers are are high. And so, you know, that cost of living adjustment is is very well needed. And sure. yeah, you know, 70 million of Ameri- Americans receive social security benefits and, you know, nearly a quarter of recipients that are, you know, older than 65 rely on those checks for most of their income, which is never really what it was meant to do. 
Um, it was meant to kind of replace some of it, but not all of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's needed. It is needed. And, you know, you mentioned the CPI that came out. And uh, in fact, we've got it. We're going to hear from the House Ways and Means Committee ranking member, uh, Representative Kevin Brady. Uh, he's talking about COLA, but he's also talking about the CPI numbers and inflation in general. Overall, this report is terrible news for both workers and seniors. Core inflation is at the highest on record. Food prices are just shockingly high. You're seeing housing prices high. And now uh, health care costs are nearly 30% up over the past year. And it's clear high inflation, it's persistent. And right now there's no end in sight. Inflation is going to be high for another year or two because of what's already baked into this economy, unfortunately. And the Inflation Reduction Act has done absolutely nothing, as you can see. So right now you're seeing an economy, obviously, that is contracting in a big way. Job growth is slowing as well. Inflation is pretty crushing for a lot of Americans. Well, it sure is. And and the you've got to be fielding a few calls from folks saying, ah, what about this inflation thing? How is it going to affect me? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's certainly been the uh, common theme this year. Uh, inflation is just, a, I mean, he's, he said it very well there. It's, it's, it's gotten way out of control. And yeah, this cost of living adjustment for Social Security is needed. But, you know, it's too bad that it, it is needed because things are Things are just things are getting more expensive, and sure. really, the, the cost of living adjustment for Social Security, it, it well, it's good. It still doesn't keep up with where the numbers are uh, as far as what inflation goes. Whether you're talking about, you know, food, you know, heat, gas, it's all out of control, and it's, um, you know, it, it, if it doesn't start going down, things are going to get a lot more difficult very soon if right. they aren't are already. Well, and again, you know, the the 8.7%, it's kind of a double-edged sword, and that's just what you explained. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's for for one thing, it's a double-edged sword in a couple of ways. You know, there's uh, Social Security, uh, that 8.7% adjustment, you know, that, that could push um, people's income a little bit higher than they need it to be uh, as far as getting taxed on their Social Security. Okay. So that's that's one thing that, that people need to be aware of. Um, the other thing is that the fact that it's, it's going up like that, it, you know, it does mean that we have a problem. And, um, you know, it's, well, it helps. I mean, if you're relying on Social Security completely, you certainly need that and more. And I mean, that's, that's what you're going to get is 8.7. And, you know, starting January, that's what it'll be. That's what it'll be. So are we, uh, is, it, is a recession, are we destined for that? Is that, is that a foregone conclusion at this point? Yeah, you know, are we in a recession or not? You know, that's, that's the question, right? Because yeah. there's a lot of people that, you know, they think we are. You know, I, I sort of think we are too. I mean, it's two quarters of negative GDP growth, and that's what we have. Um, I guess the argument is the fact that the job market is so good is the, you know, kind of the argument to the fact that maybe we're not in a recession. But like I said, you're going to hear it from different people. There's a lot of, um, a lot of people that have come on and said that we're in a recession, but officially we're not. Uh, we're certainly going there. Sure. If we're not now. Yeah. And, and again, that's the kind of thing where um, folks get concerned because they think, well, OK, so I'm going to get a nice chunk in my Social Security. But what else could what else? Where's the other shoe? When's that going to drop? And again, you, you mentioned taxes. I think that's certainly one, an option. Yeah. You know, taxes. And let's let's actually look at the CPI numbers, too, and, sure. and what that actually reflects. You know, really, the CPI, OK, what it's actually done, gasoline, for example, has gone up 18.2 percent. OK. Heating oil, 58.1 percent. Natural gas, 33.1 and electricity, 15.5. So when you look at those numbers right there, yes, year over year numbers uh, as of September, if you look at those numbers, then, you know, 8.7 is it helps, 
but it's it, there's a lot more needed than that. If we need things to start going in the other direction very soon. Sure. And uh, and again, but you're on top of it. You're there. You're on the front, the leading charge of this. And, uh, you know, again, going through all of the changes, like we talked about, the Northern Alliance Financial, that's where you are. The uh, website is uh, nafinancial.com. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. Yep. So, again, we're, we're talking about, the, you know, the numbers here and people people's concerns for them. And uh, so what do you see happening in terms of, of the Social Security down the line? I mean, is it going to stay the same? Do you think it'll change? If so, how do you think it will change? Well, it, the way it is right now, the Social Security Trust Fund is, is where all these, you know, the payroll taxes and things to fund it go into. And that is actually projected to run dry in 2034. So, you know, and we know that, and this might make it a little bit quicker, you know, because of the fact that they're paying out more money. And, you know, some of the things that you're going to see come up is the fact maybe Social Security, you know, everyone has an idea of what they think will happen. Um, you know, I, I think in this form, I, I, I have no idea for me, for example, you know, at 40 years old, what it's going to look like for me. Uh, you know, I have a lot of clients that come in and they, you know, 60, 65 and you know, haven't started collecting and their concern is, is it going to be there for me? Well, it'll be there for you, but you know, your kids might be a whole different story. It'll be in some form, but what form it'll be in, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, exactly. But I mean, again, so that is something you do think something's going to change. Something has to give, right? And, uh, you know, I mean, with all of the spending that's been going on in the last couple of years, it's, uh, it, there's, there's a price to pay. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Nothing is free. And, you know, you try to get that across to people and uh, sometimes people just, it, it, it takes this happening to realize it. I mean, you just give away this, you cut taxes and, you know, you're given all these printing money left and right. And it's, uh, you know, it's it certainly has a price to pay. And, you know, we knew this last year, uh, all this money entering the market, everything happening. We, you know, it, uh, of course, short term, it's going to look good in the market and things are going to be great. You know, everything's flooding the market and, you know, everything looks great at that point. But at some point, we knew this was going to come. And uh, to this degree, I don't know if I necessarily thought it would be as bad as it is, but, uh, you know, we knew it was going to come and it, and it is, it's here. And it so now we got to deal with it. All right. And, and uh, so getting back to Social Security, does anything, does the claiming strategy change because of this? No, you know, I don't think the claiming strategy changes. You know, people need to understand, and that's one thing that we deal with a lot when people come in is that um, you don't have to file at 62. And so if you call into the Social Security office, uh, they can't really give you any advice on how to claim. They can just tell you how to do it, you know. And so when you call in, sometimes I've had people that have come in at 65, 66, you know, even 67. And they've been, you know, they filed at 62 and they've been collecting since then. And they did it because they just were told they could file there. They didn't realize that, you know, they maybe could hold off and, and let that benefit build. Uh, you know, one thing you have to take into consideration is, are you still working? And if you're still working and you're under the full retirement age of, for most people, 67, then it might not make sense to claim right away because you are going to be penalized uh, for making over a certain amount each year. And that amount does go up, but it's still, you know, if you're making fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 a year, you're, you're going to get a significantly uh, lower amount than you thought you would get. Sure. And again, the um, folks that are turning, yeah, you're right. People think at 62, they just have to do that. And, and, and they don't. And, and, you know, claiming strategies, like you said, are very important, especially if there's any sort of age difference between the couple. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the things that's really important is if you have a spouse that's 
quite a quite a bit younger. And I would say, let's just say 10 years, 15 years younger. Um, it's really important if you're the high income earner and you're the older spouse uh, that you hold off if you think that spouse is going to need that money to live on, because you're going to try to build that benefit up until age 70, where you'll get your max benefit. And um, it's important. But I often tell people that there's no right or wrong answer when to file or everybody has a different opinion. And I think that at 67, at your full retirement age, if you don't have a younger spouse, I would file that because you're not penalized and you don't know how long you're going to live. I mean, they obviously hope you wait till 70. And then if something happens to you, well, then it goes towards the next person. But uh, for most people, I would suggest if you're not working at 67 or if you're working at 67 to file then. And then if you have a younger spouse, then maybe hold off till 70 to try to build that survivorship benefit. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because when one pass, when one spouse passes, they lose one check. You get, yeah, to, keep, yeah, you get that, to keep the bigger of the two, but you're going to lose one. You don't get them both. No. And, and the expenses don't get cut in half when no, one goes. So not. you still have that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'll tell you what, Derek, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. Let's throw things over to Kevin and uh, invite folks to call. Sounds good. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is. This is a great opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, and, and really get a financial roadmap put together. Derek and the team uh, will be able, are there for you, taking things that are complicated, making it clear and easy to understand. Here's your chance to get that true practical financial review if you've never done it before. No time like the present. If you need a second opinion and, uh, you know, if, if you're looking, if you haven't had that done yet, Make that call today while you're thinking of it. 800-998-5649. callers right now. Get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. Quick break for us. We're coming right back. We got lots more on Financial Safari with Derek Hewitt coming up. When we come back, we'll tell you why decumulation is the new accumulation buzzword in retirement. Details just ahead. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. 
And welcome back, everybody. This is Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joining me today is Derek Hewitt. Uh, Derek is, uh, well, he's a fiduciary. He's born and raised in Maine right here. Uh, he's been helping folks for more than 10 years and glad to be a part of Northern Alliance Financial. Uh, again, formerly Frisbee and Associates. Northern Alliance Financial, nafinancialadvisors.com. So, Derek, uh, what... Uh, what are you thinking here? We, we talk about decumulation, accumulation. There's, I know they're just words, but at the same time, it seems that people have a, a little struggle if they're going from that, um, you know, accumulation shifting into that, what, I got to spend some of this money now? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's often, it's, it's a tough change for some people. I have uh, quite a bit of clients that come in that have, have done a good job of saving and they've, they've done so by, you know, not living beyond their means and just being smart. And sometimes when they get to the point in retirement uh, where, first of all, you know, they're not going to ever run out of money and it most likely is going to get passed to their heirs. So they can afford to spend a little more here and there. They can't get their mind around that. And still, you know, they've lived one way and they can't get past that, which is a good problem to have. But, you know, sometimes I have to remind people, listen, you know, you, you can't take it with you. Uh, so, you know, spend it now. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's a tough, it's a different shift change uh, in retirement because, you know, it's just tough to really kind of get over that hump and understand that you didn't, you know, you've accumulated and worked all those years. And so now you've got to turn that into income. And how do you do that? And that that sometimes can be uh, a pretty scary thing for people. Well, you know, the, the, the term is simple, but not easy. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. It's it. Absolutely. If you've done a good job saving, and then it is it is simple, but it, it isn't it isn't easy. No. Not so at all. in the world of decumulation, let's see what, what some of the things that that should happen as you begin to put that together. Lifetime income, multiple income streams. That's one of the things that you guys do so well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, most of the clients or a big portion of the clients that, you know, I work with are 55 plus. Uh, so we specialize in helping people get into the retirement and, you know, as far as income and, and keeping their retirement going, we try to help them get to where they need to be. And uh, a lot of times... First off, it's looking at the expenses, looking at you know what their expenses are now, if they're still working, and what they're going to be in retirement. Because uh, we need to see that number. We need to know what that number is going to look like. And it's not always the same because for some people, you know, it, it, they don't spend a lot. And they're not going to spend a lot in retirement. For other people, you know, every day is a Saturday. And so things can get quite expensive if you know, you're used to working 40 hours a week and going home five days a week. And now, you know, every every day is, you know, a weekend day, you're out spending money. And for some people, your uh, retirement expenses can get uh, quite significant if you live in that manner. And one of the other things, of course, tax planning in retirement, that again, is something that, that I mean, every day is tax day in retirement, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when, when it comes to taxes, we want to pay, pay our fair share, but we certainly don't want to pay more than we have to. Not a penny. And, <laughs> not at all. And I haven't had any clients that want to pay more. No, because um, you know, you can donate the money to the IRS, I'm sure, if you wanted to. They'll take it. But no, no, nobody wants to pay more than they have to. And uh, taxes, I think we can all agree they're going up. And sometimes there's things we can do, and sometimes there's not. But it's certainly always worth looking at and uh, kind of looking at their income level and, and seeing what we can do to help to, you know, maybe mitigate some of their taxes and, and make it a little bit easier. Uh, and like I said, sometimes we can do things and sometimes we can't, but we're always going to look at that. And again, then healthcare comes into play as part of the decumulation process. And uh, that becomes if you're before 65 or after 65, you know, so again, pre and post Medicare. And then there's got to be a 
some kind of discussion about long-term care. And those are the, those are the tough conversations. Don't you think Derek? Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Cause everyone's concerned about long-term care. Uh, there's a good chance, you know, if you have a couple that's 65 plus that someone or both of them are going to end up in long-term care in some capacity. One thing that we always do is we look at, you know, the healthcare or Medicare, depending on obviously your age, and to make sure you're still in the best plan. And, you know, we partner with uh, independent agents to look at everything that's available because, you know, as we get older, obviously, we're going to require more health care and prescriptions um, as, you know, as we get older, because it's just that's the way it is. And so your health care or Medicare plan might be different you know, as you get older. Maybe the drugs that you have now are costing a little more and you could move to another plan. We're always going to look at those things. And, you know, that's why we partner with agents to help you, you know, find and make sure that you're in the best plan. You know, you bring up a good point about Medicare that you've got people who are who are well schooled in that and can help folks. It's real important to have that plan reviewed every year just to make sure, like you said, things change. And and I know they can make major changes and, and you may you may want to switch. But again, being with an independent you're not, you know, you're not married to one particular company. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, independent agents are what we partner with. And, you know, we're independent ourselves because of the same reason they are. You know, it's not a one size fits all thing. You know, we won't find what's what's best for you. And how do we do that? Well, we want to look at your independent situation and then come up with a plan. It's the same with the agents that we partner with, with healthcare and Medicare. Uh, right now, you people are going to start seeing a lot of things on TV with annual enrollment for Medicare, and that's 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 a concern. This is a time of year that you can make changes to your plan for January first, mm-hmm. and the reason why is because a lot of plans are making changes, and you know you can either stay where you are or make a move. So you know people will start to see that in the commercials and the radio and everything going on with Medicare. Oh well, we are already yeah. bombarded <laughs> with with old athletes and. <laughs> Old TV Everything. stars, yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's continue. So, things as you as you head into decumulation, um, we we talk about uh, tap other sources of wealth, maybe home equity. Is that a discussion that you have? If it makes sense, sometimes and. Yeah, often, most of the time when people are coming in, they've worked. I just had an appointment where you know someone came in, and one of the things they did that that stuck out the most that they were so that they were most proud of was getting their mortgage paid off before they retired. And that that's a common common conversation I have with clients uh, that are in retirement. I mean, that's that's going to be the biggest debt load. So a lot of times, you know, taking out and tapping into home equity isn't always the best option. You know, everyone's situation is different. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there are conversations sometimes of reverse mortgages and things like that. Uh, You know, my opinion with that is, you know, a reverse mortgage may make sense if you don't have anything in retirement, because then you need to, you know, if you have somebody coming in that just doesn't have really anything at all, uh, then a reverse mortgage might make the most sense. But uh, a lot of times it's it's not a conversation we have often as far as, you know, trying to tap into equity or a reverse mortgage or anything like that. Well, something that we talked about in the first segment, and that's getting mentally prepared for retirement. Uh, and there, there is a whole category called behavioral finance, I think, is just generally speaking. It's a fascinating field. And, and so what do you think, Derek? How important is it to, you know, again, have that conversation with people just from, you know, because it's nobody's retired before. You see people retire every day. I mean, your perspective is way different than mine. Yeah, you know, I, I tell people often, they come in, they're concerned. And I, I explain it in this way. I, I say it's, it's a like a puzzle 
you know, there's all these pieces, Social Security, Medicare, long-term care, estate planning, uh, you know, a, a pension, whatever you may have. There's all these things, taxes, and we try to make them fit together as, as best we can. Um, but it, 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 it can be a little overwhelming trying to tack all that at once, which is, you know, you don't retire every day, but I help people retire every day. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm used to it. I'm obviously following up with all the updates and everything that's happening with social security, tax law, everything. And we just try to, we try to put those puzzle pieces together as best we can. And a lot of it's just explaining to people, listen, you can do this. Uh, that That's a, a common, a common thing I have to say to people, you know, they're in a good spot. They're able to do it, but I have to, I have to kind of push them along a little bit because they're still just scared. You know, there's no more income. Now they get to turn their retirement into income and it's, it can be scary for people. Well, but again, setting up that income plan, once it's in place, there's nothing that builds more confidence than that, knowing that money is going to be there every month, month after month, year after year. Yeah. If we can replace your income and put you in, if we can replace that income and put you in a good spot and make sure that, you know, I have clients that come in that we're able to replace their income through various strategies. Sometimes it's um, you know an annuity mixed with their social security, and they have plenty of income to meet their expenses, you know their monthly expenses, and they still have you know their retirement, you know probably in the form of an IRA because we've rolled it over, and so and that's just emergency money. They don't even need it, and and then that it, there's nothing that feels better than that, knowing that you have enough coming in off of what we're working with. And then you have this bucket of money in your retirement accounts that you don't even need to start taking out until you're 72 for your RMD. Sign uh, me so up. It's, yeah. <laughs> Not everybody's in that situation. Right, so everybody's situation is different. So, But again, to be able to, to you know, move folks along down that path, I mean, that's that's got to be a pretty satisfying part of your job. Yeah. Yeah. It feels great when somebody comes in and they've got a smile on their face. And this is after we've got them, you know, they were scared going into retirement and now they're coming in with a smile on their face. And it it, feel, it feels great. Or when they just sit down with us, you know, I'll sit down with someone, have an hour, hour and a half meeting, uh, two or three sometimes. And after they just, they just uh, a sigh of relief, they just feel better. And it, it does make you feel good because you've worked all of this time, your whole life, and for what? You know, for hopefully to enjoy your retirement years and take some time away from working. Yeah. Well, that's what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we all do. But again, on that note, let's go ahead and, uh, and uh, throw things over to Kevin again and, and invite folks to call. Sounds good. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey folks, don't miss this opportunity to come on in, sit down, get that financial roadmap put together. Derek is there for you. He understands. He can take things that are complicated and break it down into something that really just makes sense. An excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. Give us a call, 800-998-5649. 
800-998-5649. Ten callers right now get that comprehensive financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. And you're going to see where you are today. But more importantly, you're going to have that map, a guide, if you will, that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. Yes, retirement planning can be complicated, even intimidating. It doesn't have to be. When we come back, 10 tips to simplify the process that could leave you happier in retirement. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoons? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 56 800-998-5649. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. This is really smart money, but this guy's laughing all the way to the bank in his early retirement, so let's call it funny money. He worked very hard, though, to retire at the ripe old age of 24 Mike Rosehart is actually three years into his retirement now at the age of 27. He's living a life of leisure in Canada with his 28-year-old wife, Elise, and their two children. Now, how did he do this? Well, first, they lived very lean. He even, and I'm sure politely, asked his wife to lay off the Starbucks. Throughout college, Mike worked full-time and lived the lean life and saved and saved and saved. At 19, he bought a $152,000 cottage with money he'd saved and his student line of credit. He and Elise rented every room and made money off the profit. They both graduated debt-free and with money in the bank. He landed a job at $42,000 a year after college. His wife was earning $26,500 per year. With money saved and living on just one salary and saving more, Mike started purchasing rental properties. He ended up selling his 11 properties and he knew he had hit his fire. Financially independent, retire early number of 25 times his yearly living expenses. He said he knew he needed $485,000 to retire and he had an equity in his property just under $760,000. To their credit, Mike and Elise are very smart with their money. They even made money on their wedding. They made money on their wedding by finding a venue that didn't charge them as long as they invited enough guests. Well, Mike jokes that with cash gifts, he actually made a profit on his wedding. Even though Mike and his wife started and finished very early, they add new meaning to it's never too late to get started in preparing for your retirement. For Funny Money, I'm Dave Perkins. We're back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, Derek Hewitt is here today. Derek's got better than 10 years. Uh, he is a fiduciary. And um, so what, let me ask you this, Derek, what drew you to this industry? Why did you want to become a financial advisor? Well, you know, I, I came into this industry because I enjoy numbers. I enjoy finance. So that is obviously a plus for me because it's something I enjoy doing. And the other thing I enjoy doing is helping people. So it's a good way to mix the two together. I have some people that come in that want nothing to do with numbers and I'm happy to work with them. And I, you know, it's something I enjoy doing. So 
you know, it's really just, uh, you know, economics in general, is something I enjoy. And sure. so I like that and helping people. Well, so that's, I mean, again, thing. and the other thing that, that when you say helping people, essentially that's teaching, that's education. And I know that this found, this company was founded based on that premise of we teach people, we are educators. Yeah, absolutely. Education is a, a very important piece to what we do. And Kevin's mentioned it, Jeff, you know, Lance, everybody's mentioned it that, um, you know, we're very big on education and not only obviously educating ourselves as to what your situation is and how to, you know, how to how to approach it, but also to educate you as to why we're doing what we're doing. And so sometimes, you know, we'll have people come in and, and one of the things that, you know, I do often and I, I know the other advisors here do as well is we run a portfolio analysis. We'll, we'll look through all of your holdings, all of your accounts, and then Try to look at, first of all, what are the fees? What's the risk? You know, this year, most people are well aware of their risk, but up until this year, you know, everybody would say, oh, my accounts have been doing well. Uh, well, of course they have because everything <laughs> yeah. was, was good, you know, but where's the risk? And, you know, the time to make changes would have been then. Um, and so, you know, now it's things are a little bit different. And so, you know, yeah, but education is very important. And most people welcome it and want to know. I mean, it's your money. You want to know, you know, you don't have to get into the to every little detail, but we certainly want to educate you as to what's going on and what we see. Exactly. Well, I mean, <laughs> there has to be some aha moments for folks when you start to put this together. It's like, oh, wow, that really is going to work. Yeah, yeah. It happens often. And um, yeah, I, I have a, a client of mine who... Uh, they they came over to me about a year ago, and um, we planned on them retiring at the end of this year. And uh, you know, she called me yesterday, and I, I um, you know, we set an appointment for her, you know, her and her husband to come back in. And you know, I, she doesn't think they're going to be able to retire. And uh, you know, I said, well, when you come back in, I'm going to put it on the whiteboard, and I'm going to show you what your income is going to look like in retirement, and that you can. Uh, you certainly can. And sometimes they just need that. And she felt good the last time we met. And she just needed, needs to be reminded of, you know, her situation and, you know, that I'm on top of it. And uh, when they come back in, I'm going to go right up on the whiteboard. I'm going to go through their income and show them what we're going to do to replace their income and how it's going to more than meet their expenses in retirement. And this is one of the situations, like I just mentioned, where, you know, they also have, you know, IRA money that is just going to sit there that they don't even need to take because their expenses are going to be met without that. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's certainly, nice. there is a lot of aha moments. Yeah. yeah, very, very good. Folks, if you want to get a head start, you want to give us a call. It's 800-998-5649. All right, let's jump into some of these. You talked about 10 things that we can do to simplify the process. I like simplifying things, don't you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, it's, it, when it's simple, it's better for everybody. Yeah. Um, you put a plan in place. And uh, you understand it, they understand it, and it's it's much easier to keep on track. And again, we'll bang these things out rather quickly. Um, shift your viewpoint. We've already covered that pretty much today. But uh, but again, you've got a your viewpoint has to go from that accumulation to decumulation, but also preservation because you're taking income, and that income has to keep coming. Yeah, yeah, it, that that is one thing that definitely has to happen, and it, it is much easier for you if you do that sooner than later. And what I mean is, if you do that while you're still working, and realize that you know you may make a decent income, and um, you know you may may you may like spending a little bit more money here and there, but understand that that income is not going to keep coming in forever. And so if you you know, if you save and you do the right thing earlier, 
the money's going to be there. And then maybe you can do a little bit more in retirement if you do that. But it, it, it certainly is, is a viewpoint that has to shift. Absolutely. Sure. And uh, again, it says re- review your uh, anticipated income needs. Well, it basically set a budget. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to really come up with an idea of what you think you'll be spending in retirement. It, like I mentioned before, for some people, every day is a Saturday. I know for myself, I over you know August, I took a week vacation with my wife and I, that's the way I felt. You know, every day, you know, coffee, going out to eat. And, you know, I said to myself, oh, I'm going to have to, my, my, I'm going to have to save a lot for retirement. And every, <laughs> yeah. not everybody is that way. But, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think that you should be able to enjoy your retirement years. And, you know, the more you save and the more you do now before you go into retirement, the better it's going to be for you. And one of the things that we talked about a little bit earlier is uh, Social Security, but know what your benefits are and understand that that there are strategies that can help get you there. The vast majority of people, at least what I've read, the vast majority of people take Social Security at 62. Nothing wrong with that, but it Mm. could be better ways. Yeah, yeah. It's I really, I don't think you should take Social Security at 62 if you're still working, first off. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's right. generally how I, you know, unless you really, really need the money, because it's going to be heavily reduced, you know, taking that before your full retirement age. But the other thing is, yeah, there's different strategies. Now, Social Security did away with a lot of the strategies that made sense for most married couples. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now it's really going to come down to uh, when you want to start collecting. And if you do, it's going to be either your benefit or 50% of your spouses, whatever one is higher you know, at the time. So yeah. And then there's this, the survivorship benefit, which we mentioned before. And mm-hmm. I think that's, that's a situation where you might want to hold till 70 uh, because, you know, after 67, you get about an 8% increase a year in your benefit until age 70. And at 70, you have to take it. I mean, I'll, it'd be no point of you waiting any longer. No. Uh, and But that would be a situation with a younger spouse where you might want to do that because they're only going to have, like you said, one benefit. It's not going to be both. Exactly. And uh, let's talk inflation. I know we talked about it earlier, but we've got to be able to at least factor that in. But I know for a fact, that's what you do at Northern Alliance Financial. You have always factored in inflation in every single plan. You have to. I mean, doing what we do, I, it, it would be crazy not to. And, and sometimes you have to explain to people really what inflation is. Now, they, they understand that prices go up and, and they know these things, but sometimes they don't really know what it means to them in their retirement. And I, I tell people, you know, for example, having you know money in your checking or savings, you might not look like you're losing money and you're not. You may be happy with having it right now during these times, but you're really safely losing money. And what I mean by that is inflation, typically, I like to assume that it's going to be around 3%. It's obviously much more right now, but okay. if you can assume around 3% and we can get you a good average return, you know, six, 7%, uh, that, that y- it's going to be more than enough to meet your needs. But yeah, if you don't factor in inflation, I mean, things, things are going to get tough for you if you, if you don't have a lot there. And, you know, with food and everything going up, uh, it's, it's, inflation is, is high and it's, it's, doesn't look like it's going anywhere anytime soon. No. And again, I mean, they were talking a couple of years, perhaps. Could yeah, happen. at least, yeah. at least. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it just depends on what, you never know what they're going to do. What, what proposal you just don't know Um, and what they've been doing for now i i don't think it's been working very well so (laughs) the inflation reduction act hasn't reduced inflation i don't think (laughs) no Uh, well certainly not not at the grocery store um so one of the other things that we have to do is get ready for healthcare costs and we know we have talked about that as well today i mean we talk about it every week the importance of understanding you know what medicare covers what it doesn't and Maybe then we get into a bit of long-term care. So it's a it's a 
again, this is a tricky thing. Yeah, you know, Medicare does not cover everything, and uh, you know it, it's it can get expensive. I, I read something that uh, the other day that the average sixty-five-year-old couple today is going to see roughly three hundred thousand in lifetime medical cost, and that's that's including your Medicare premiums and copays and out-of-pocket costs. So that's even with a Medicare plan, everything in place. On average, the couple three hundred thousand. That's a that's a big sum of sum of money, yeah, really. Even if you, you know, stretch if you have it out, yeah. I mean, some people <laughs> yep. don't have that yeah, much you, saved for retirement. <laughs> no, that's that's just what I was going to say. I mean, if you have three hundred thousand in retirement, and that's the average cost for a couple, and then you factor in inflation and everything else, uh, yeah, yeah, it might get tough. You know, and it, that's the curveball. You can't, you don't know what's going to happen. It's the health. We we can't. It's one of the unexpected. Things can change on a dime. You know, you have a stroke or something and you require long-term care costs or anything else. And it's just, things can get quite expensive very quickly. Expect yeah. the unexpected. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The um, So a tax management strategy, and that is something else that you guys do at Northern Alliance Financial that you do so well, is take taxes into account and help us put together a tax plan that will let us pay what we owe, but not anymore. Yeah, that's that's one thing that we talk about in the very first appointment. When we have somebody come in, you know, we'll ask them, we'll tell them that we're going to talk about taxes a little bit. You know, we want to take a take a look at what their income levels are and um, what they're paying in taxes, and it, it certainly it, it takes addressing. And I, I think we mentioned at the beginning of the show uh, the increase in the cost of living adjustment for Social Security. Uh, it could affect some people in a negative way if uh, it increases what their Social Security is going to be taxed. And um, the IRS, you know, what, they, what they've done is they, they haven't increased the thresholds for how much of your Social Security is going to be taxed since I believe it's like 1993. Um, so, you know, they haven't put it in for inflation or anything. And so what they have right now is for a individual earning more than 25000 uh, up to 55, excuse me, 50% of your Social Security will be taxed. And for couples, that's 32000 uh, And then the other threshold is 34,000 for individuals and 44,000 for married couples. Uh, if you pass that threshold, 85% of your social security can become taxable. Now, there is the, what they do is they use adjusted gross income and then half of your social security benefits to come up with what threshold you're at and what number you're at. But you can assume that there's going to be some people with this cost of living adjustment where they prefer not to get it if they end up over one of those thresholds and all of a sudden 85% of the social security is going to become taxed instead of 50%. Sure. But again, that's where it's so, so important as we put the plan together to, I mean, again, as you get further into retirement to, to have that tax-free money like a Roth, that does not count towards your provisional income, right? No, no, it, it doesn't. And a, a Roth is a great, great tool. And I, I tell people, even when they're working, even 50, 55, 60, if you've got a Roth option, and even if you're still working, contribute something to it. It may not seem like a lot, but you don't know when you might need it. And whenever you take that money out, first of all, it's start to compound without any taxes because you've already paid your taxes on the money you put in. Uh, and then when you take that out, yeah, you're gonna you're not gonna have that that tax hit. You know, you pay no taxes. It doesn't bring up your income. Uh, and then there's the Roth conversions. Those are always always a good thing to look at too, and it just depends on your situation. But a Roth conversion is better done, you know, before the fact. So if right. you're, you know, getting close to seventy two, Roth conversion is not going to help you with your RMD at that point. Yep, exactly. Well, you need to take a quick break here, Derek. Let's go ahead and do just that. Sounds good. For the next ten callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. 
What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. Love to hear from you. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review. But more importantly, you're going to find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Time once again to answer your questions. That and more when we come right back. He's letting the clock run out on his Social Security to age 70 for maximum benefits. And here comes the Roth conversion. He's locked in for income for life. He's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan. He's created his own pension as well. And it looks like he's going to go all the way. Play your best retirement game. Call Financial Safari's Kevin Prisby. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. The year was 1985. Back to the Future, the highest grossing film in the world at the time, featured Marty McFly, a.k.a. Michael J. Fox, and his car, the DeLorean. But the end of the road came three years earlier for the DeLorean Motor Company. Let's go back to the beginning. Automobile industry executive John DeLorean created the company in 1975 after being well known in the automobile industry as an engineer, business innovator, and the youngest person to become a General Motors executive. DeLorean settled on a last-minute deal with Northern Ireland after almost going with a deal with Puerto Rico to build his first facility. The assembly line started in early 1981. Problems began to crop up because many of the factory workers never had jobs before and may have contributed to the reported quality issues with early production vehicles. Things had greatly improved by 1982 with improvements in its components and a more experienced workforce. Unfortunately, DeLoreans never really caught on with the public. The company had estimated its break-even point to be between 10,000 and 12,000 units, but sales were only around 6,000. The hits kept on coming for DeLorean in 1982 when he became a target of an FBI sting operation designed to arrest drug traffickers. He was arrested in October 1982 and charged with conspiring to smuggle $24 million worth of cocaine into the U.S. A videotape showing DeLorean discussing the drug deal with undercover FBI agents was a key piece of evidence. DeLorean's attorney, Howard Weitzman, successfully pointed out to the court that he was coerced into participation in the deal by agents who initially approached him as legitimate investors. He was acquitted of all charges, but it was too little too late. His reputation was ruined. After his trial and acquittal, DeLorean said, quote, would you buy a used car from me? End quote. DMC went bankrupt in 1982, along with 2,500 jobs and over $100 million in investments. DeLorean himself retired in New Jersey. He was forced to sell his 434-acre estate in Bedminster, New Jersey in 2000. In an interesting twist, President Donald Trump bought it and converted it to a golf course that he uses today. DeLorean moved to a condominium in Morristown, New Jersey, where he lived until his death five years later in 2005. Many of the original car 
cars are still on the road after over 30 years with estimates of 6,500 cars out of just 9,000 built. There is an active enthusiast community around the cars with strong owners clubs. are back on Financial Safari. Derek Hewitt is here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, Derek, of course, uh, been helping folks for more than 10 years. You are a local guy. Where'd you grow up, uh, Derek? Yeah, at local. Uh, born and raised here in southern Maine. I uh, went to Bonnie Eagle High School. Grew up right in Buxton. So, uh, yeah, my I live in Scarborough currently with my wife and my six-year-old daughter. And, uh, yeah, Maine's a Maine's not the cheapest place to live, but it, it is certainly one of the best places to raise a family. At least that's what I think. Well, yeah, well, no, I think you're right. And and again, it's it's all about comfort. But, you know, I talk with advisors all over the country and, and you know, a lot of them are just transplanted. And But I do think there's a certain connection that you have with folks in Maine that you are one of them. Yeah, no, it, it does. It does. And they can certainly tell when you're not from here. Um, just by the way, obviously, you pronounce certain towns and cities. <laughs> and, you know, when you talk about places you like to go eat and things like that. Yeah, sure. people people like local local, you know, advisors here that are from the area and familiar with the area. Sure. And they want to be able to just come in and have a conversation and not, you know, do reviews over Zoom and, you know, those sort of things, which is fine if that's what you want to do. I personally, that's not something that I would want to do. And I find that a lot of my clients prefer to come in in person and sit down and have a conversation face to face. 800-998-5649. That's the number to call. I'm going to ask you about uh, uh, seminars too. I know that you guys have a calendar that's chock full and you're already into next year. Way too much to mention here, but tell us uh, where we can find that information and get signed up. Absolutely. You can you can call and someone from the office will call you back and let you know when we have a seminar in your area. We also, on the website, you can, you can find out. And yeah, we, we run seminars usually twice a month in all different areas of Maine, really all over Maine. And uh, so we're always, we always have things going on. So if you contact the office or look on the website, we'll, we'll certainly get back to you and connect you um, with a local seminar that's going to be happening in your area because you know, you, sometime you, around. You pretty much cover the state, don't you, with these seminars? We do. We do. And, um, you know, I, I do a lot of the Southern Maine ones. And then you got Lance and Jeff Moore in Central and Northern Maine and uh, Peter Hansen down here as well. And so we, we do cover the the seminars all over the state. And uh, it's something we enjoy doing. It goes back to that education piece. Sure. Uh, you know, we don't work with everybody coming, but, you know, we educate everybody about some of the changes and some of the things that are happening. And then, you know, you do have an opportunity for a no fee consultation with us or an estate planning attorney just for coming. Yeah, uh, great. I mean, again, the estate planning attorney is such a such a big deal. Um, all right, let's get, let's jump into some of these questions here. I don't want to run out of time again. We've got Becky in Bar Harbor and Becky is wondering, she says, I'm 65 and have no retirement, only benefits via Social Security. How can I begin saving? And more importantly, where do I begin investing so late in the party? Becky, I mean, you're not alone. And um, what I would say, the first thing I would say is it's never too late. Okay. Uh, if you're still working, make sure you're at least contributing and getting your matching contribution. So it, it, that free money, make sure you're taking advantage of that. Uh, now, you, you know, you, you're talking about your benefits via Social Security. If you haven't started collecting yet and you're still working, hold that off as long as possible and let that let that cook a little bit. You know, if you're in a situation where you're already collecting Social Security, uh, then, you know, it really comes down to getting your debt under control. And if you have that under control and you have a little bit extra money, let's start to build up an emergency fund uh, and try to maybe get three to six months 
in there and then maybe even at least 12 months if you can get there depending on how much money you have left over and then from there then let's look at you know how how to invest that and you know what we would look at is obviously someone in your situation with a time horizon which basically means how long you have until you're really going to need the money uh that's much less than you know me for example at 40 so we need to look at some more conservative investments and you know try to get you a, a nice risk adjusted return that meets you know your your risk level at your age Sounds good, Becky. Um, let's go, Becky, give us a call. It's 800-998-5649. Uh, on we go. Phil is in Kittery. He says, I recently retired. I have a will and a power of attorney as I have a sizable net worth and no debt. I've read a bit about trusts. However, I'm still unsure of the benefits and the drawbacks of creating one. Do I need to consider this or will the power of attorney and will suffice? Uh, yeah. That's a good question, uh, Phil. One thing that we do when people come in is the first thing is a fact finder. It's you know a six-page fact finder. We're going to run through all these questions, and one of the questions that I'll ask is about trust and wills. And I'll tell people it's not because I'm going to advise you on what you should do today. It's because we're looking for red flags, and we want to help you, you know, with your with with what you need to do in retirement. And we'll send you to an estate planning attorney, have them address that. But one thing I would say is if you have considerable assets, um, net worth, then a will might not be the best option. A trust might be something that makes more sense because it's there's more that you can do with a trust. And uh, the con is they are more expensive, but they are needed in certain situations, multiple properties, or you have you know, family dynamics that are a little bit different where you know maybe you have a beneficiary that would not handle you know, an inheritance that well. And so it needs to be addressed and that can be done through a trust. And so that's certainly, uh, I, I would I would say sitting with an estate planning attorney and, and discussing that, they would probably advise you on some sort of trust in that situation. Sure. And something I've, I've, someone pointed out to me that, that just because you have a power of attorney, that's only good as long as you're alive, right? Because the, it goes away once you once you pass. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely true. And um, the other thing too is, you know, advanced directive and who's going to make the, who's oh, going to yeah. make the um, healthcare decisions for you if you're incapacitated. That Those aren't things we like to think about, but they're things that need to be done. And we, in our workshops, we'll talk about that. Well, the estate planning attorney will come up and address those as just, it doesn't matter what your situation is. That's something that needs to be addressed. Sure. 800-998-5649. Give us a call, Phil. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Adam is in Biddeford. He says, I have 210000 invested in the stock market. The majority of that is invested in what would be considered safe stocks and bonds. Now, what are your thoughts on keeping my money in the stock market versus liquidating all or a portion of it for a few months or years, given the current financial crisis? Yeah. You know, Adam, we get this question a lot. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of advisors get this. Uh, should we go to cash? Should we go to cash? And I'm never going to tell you you should go to cash completely. Um, and what I mean by that is we're not trying to play the market, and I don't think you should either, because uh, where where when's the top? When's the bottom? You know we don't know. And so by converting your money into cash, uh, you know you're taking it out of the possibility of catching the upswing. Uh, you know a better thing to do would be to make sure you're allocated in the in the right manner, and then. You know, if it is a situation where you're starting to dwindle down your checking and you're not ha- you don't have much money left, then let's keep like a year's worth of expenses uh, in cash for the time being. But putting that all in cash, I, I wouldn't suggest doing um, because inflation, with it being where where it is, you're kind of forced to invest. I mean, you you've got to get a return at some point, or 
you're just going to safely lose lose that money. Well, yeah, because you're moving it into cash. Okay, then how do you know when to move it back? Yeah, yeah. Everybody has an idea, and you can listen to you can listen to every radio show, <laughs> every TV program, and every professional, and uh, you know everybody's got an idea, but nobody knows when. I yeah. mean, you just don't. <laughs> exactly. All right, Adam. Eight hundred nine nine eight five six four nine. Let's see, Phyllis. I like this question. Phyllis is in Augusta, and she's wondering: Does my employer's matching contribution? count towards the maximum I can contribute to my 401k plan? That's a great question. It is. It is. And and the answer to that is quite simple. It doesn't. Oh, and, okay. Good. Um, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. And, you know, so right now, the um, maximum employee contribution you can make, if you're under 50, it's 20500 That's That's the most you can contribute on your behalf. And then once you get to be 50 or older, 6500 more than that. So then you can actually increase that. So now it's 26500 And so what does that mean? Well, you know, when you take that into consideration and then what your employer puts in, you know, if you are under 50 years old, uh, the maximum amount between both of those is 61000 And then for 50 or older, it's 67500 So it can be quite a bit. That's and a sometimes we have clients. Yeah. Yeah. We have clients too sometimes that are um, self-employed or maybe have a, a solo 401k. And so there are ways to maneuver things so that way you can maximize that. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's, it doesn't impact it. And um, yeah, you, I would certainly recommend putting as much as you can afford to do, especially as you get into the, the years closer toward retirement, sure. you know, so that way you, you know, you know, you're only going to put the income in once. So. Exactly. Well, and put, you know, certainly get the match. And uh, so many companies now are offering a Roth 401k, which should be considered. It, it should. It should. I, I often, like I said, I, I tell people all the time, I, I ask first, do you have a Roth option within your 401k? Because it's, I'm seeing it more often these days. And if you do, I said, I tell, they go, how much should I put in? And I tell them, well, put in what you can afford, because you're not going to get the deduction, obviously, yes. that you would get. But if you can afford to put in more, I, I tell them it's it's well worth it, uh, and you're not capped, you know, with the uh, you know the seven thousand that you would be if you were you know putting know, in fifty five and you wanted to do yeah into the Roth IRA yeah. yeah. Well, again, that's that's pretty cool. Eight hundred nine nine eight five six four nine. Well, on that note, Derek, what a fun show this was, and and uh, we've got to throw things back to Kevin one more time. Sounds good. For the next ten callers who will call in today. We're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review showing you, yes, this is where you are today, but it's a roadmap that can really help get you from point to point, get you on the right road to retirement. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. Uh, Derek, yeah, what a pleasure. This is a fun show and, and uh, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. It's It's been great. And I'm looking forward to the next one. 
And we want to thank everybody for listening. We do appreciate it. And we're going to come back next week with new topics and questions right here on Financial Safari. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.